The views and opinions expressed by the following program and its participants are solely their current opinions and do not reflect the opinions of Bobo 89.1 FM and DMS Broadcasting respective stations. The program participants' opinions are based upon information they consider reliable and based on their knowledge. You can now book and pay online for your certified lateral flow test at www.hsa.ky forward slash appointment. It's fast, easy, and convenient. Certified LFTs are $25 per test per person. HSA's testing center is located at 131 Center, McClendon Drive, behind Foster's Airport. Walk-ins for certified LFTs are also available. Need a PCR test for travel? These are now only $75. Visit hsa.ky forward slash appointment for more information. The Health Services Authority's new pharmacy is now open at the Smith Road Medical Center. The new location features a large, comfortable waiting area and ticketing system to improve the patient experience. All uncollected prescriptions and refill requests previously submitted will now be available for collection at the Smith Road Pharmacy. Request your refills online at hsa.ky via WhatsApp 925-6532 or call 244-2715. For more information about our pharmacy hours, visit hsa.ky. At the Health Services Authority, we want to keep you informed about the latest developments that impact your health because your health matters to us. Join us each Friday and Saturday from 1 to 2 p.m. as we cover health news, offer advice, and answer your questions on Healthcare Today with HSA. Want to thank you for tuning in today. Uh, another episode of Healthcare Today with the HSA. I'm your host, Chuck Taylor, and today we're going to be digging into the understanding of something totally, totally brand new to Cayman Islands, and it's in the biological field. It's a brand new lab. I have two wonderful guests who's stopping by from the HSA. Uh, go ahead and introduce yourselves. Um, hi, my name is Jonathan Swelling, and I'm a molecular biologist at the HSA. And uh, molecular biologist, just a quick, give me a rundown of what that consists of. Sure. So um, molecular biology is the field of understanding um, biology at, at, at a subcellular level. So all living things are composed of, c of cells, or, a lot, or most living things are composed of cells. Mm -hmm. And um, the workings of those cells um, impact everything else, really. In a, in a biological system. So if you think about an organ, um, it's made up of many cells, you know, your heart is made up of many cells and those cells need to continue to function properly so that that organ can, can do its job, right? So it's a heart pumping blood around your body or mm -hmm. liver, um, you know, cleaning um, the things that you, that you ingest and metabolizing the things that you ingest. And to understand how that organ functions or those things function, you need to look deeper at the cellular level and subcellular level. So so you're digging deeper underneath what you normally would see, just call it eyesight almost. Yeah, so you you know, if you were to cut a, I think everybody's been in biology class in high school and they've, mm -hmm. they've uh, you know, done dissections and they've seen organs of, you know, frogs or, or maybe some other animal. And mm -hmm. then you could take a slice of that and look at that under a microscope and okay. you'd see the cells, right, okay. in that tissue. Now, if you look even deeper still, that's beyond kind of normal microscope um, resolution, you would be able to see, uh, at, you know, one cell and then the things within that cell. Nice. Right? And so that's what molecular biologists are concerned with. Okay, excellent. And also we have Ms. Khadija. Good, I should say good day, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. <laughs> how are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are T you? Good. Tell me a little bit about you and, and how you got connected with the HSA. Uh, well, actually, I started working at the HSA a little bit less than a year ago, July 2021. Mm -hmm. um, I started as a forensic assistant, and then I got the opportunity to start working with the COVID team, who was a part of the forensic department at the time. Okay. And after a couple of months of helping you guys out, I was then brought on full-time, and I've been in the molecular lab ever since. Good, good. And so you led the prelude to it. What we're talking about today, folks, is the brand new Cayman Islands Molecular Biology Lab. Mm -hmm. And this is the grand announcement from the HSA. And this really is to basically fast track 
what we call um, and uh, folks, I'm going to try to try to not get too technological termy, but they, you have to do it, which is the genome sequencing. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. OK, so so this is basically fast tracking that before we had to, you know, make sure it was out of house. But now everything is in house almost. In a sense. Yeah. So um, we've been kind of doing doing this in house since uh, June last year. Mm hmm. All right. Um, and that was all on the back of um, an initiative, genome sequencing initiative, which is still running. Uh, that was established um, in, you know, January 2021, really. But then it, it actually bore fruit and started to produce data um, June of 2021. Okay. And we've been doing that ever since, right? And, that, and the, the, the data that we're producing is really to tell you what variant of... of um, COVID infection do you have, right? So is it Delta, is it Omicron, is mm -hmm. it Alpha, Beta, Gamma, that sort of thing. Right. right. So prior to that, we would have to send samples overseas to the, the lab in Trinidad, the regional lab in Trinidad. But now we have that capability. We've had it for almost a year now. Right. So um, on the, the, the back of that capability, right, the same machines that can tell you whether or not the virus is a particular variant are the, the same instruments you would use for um, determining your risk for breast cancer, for example. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, 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 and and I, I I try not to make light of COVID because we we know that was and and still is you know one of the deadliest things going right now. But this has led to something positive of helping basically understanding before because sequencing is basically your body dna this is the early detection maybe you know you don't eat so much salt or so much sugar or, or different things because we are predisposed to certain types of things is that not correct yeah that's absolutely right so that predisposition um is related to the risk factors in your underlying genetics right mm -hmm. and so if you have particular genetic variants that are in genes which are associated with the development of certain diseases, then what that means is that, you know, there's a variant, what we used to call a mutation, that could then lead that gene to malfunction, and okay. that malfunctioning at a cellular level can then develop something more serious, such as a cancer. Okay. Right? And, and folks, see, he makes it sound so A, B, C, D, because... It's sequencing. It is it is a way to understand and detect this stuff quite early who is predisposed to these types of, of initiatives. And as you said, it's a very much on a cellular level. Would that be correct in saying that? Yeah, cellular and subcellular level, yeah. And, and that's that's so so the lab officially came about from dealing with this COVID crisis and it has kind of slowly transformed and built itself out to something more positive. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we were able to get the funding to to um, procure these instruments, these highly specialized instruments for the purpose of um, meeting uh a demand and a need in the pandemic, right? Mm -hmm. Because we needed to know this information to, to make public health decisions, and then government can action some of that information to change their policy, what to decide what to do with respect to making restrictions tighter or loosening them and so on. And then, you know, it would be a shame to not use that as a catapult, right? Mm -hmm. To then go into the things that the rest of the world uses those instruments for. Right. Right? Because we already have them here and we are, you know, we're um, have a, a lot of a good amount of staff and they're very qualified people and so you know why not um, kind of go for open them. the door and see how much more you can help basically yeah. and, and Miss Khadija that so you get you guys have been busy on that side then a, yeah. a lot of work has been taking place over <laughs> yeah. the last year yeah, yeah. For sure Definitely. And so dealing with, uh, I know that um, uh, the COVID, uh, the official SARS COVID-2, that has um, been basically ravaging our island in the world also. You guys have been developing ways to fast track it. So like the PCR tests and those types of things. Is that what we're talking about here? Yeah, um, PCR is a really key component of molecular biology. Mm -hmm. um, it's it's really, there are all these techniques that sort of surround PCR as the, as the starting point for okay. getting, getting to sequencing, for example. You must do PCR before you go on to sequence. Oh, okay. So, so this, is, this is step A. 
Right. Before you go to step B. Mm-hmm. See, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm, I'm learning. I'm learning. Now, <laughs> it may take me a couple of years well to get this, but, but I, you know, I may. So one day I'll come in and I might be, you know, your assistant to help out, you know, <laughs> in, in the lab, just one or two days. So, so, Miss um, Khadija, what made you get into this field? This, this, because this is a highly technical field, highly specialized. Ah, uh, yeah, it is. I. Um, first started helping out the team because of my background. So I did my undergrad in biochemistry, mm-hmm. and then I did a master's in regenerative medicine. Okay. And I'd come back to the island. I was trying to get my foot in the door. Mm-hmm. Um, pursuing a career in Cayman in science is quite difficult. Right. Um, so this was a really great opportunity for me to be able to um, use some of the skills that I that I studied. I didn't study molecular biology mm-hmm. um, by itself, but right. that was included. That in was one of the, the key the key forms with it. Right. Yeah. Right. In my studies. So um, for me, it was just an opportunity for me to be able to start my career in science at home. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because a lot of young Caymanians they go away, they study these things that they're interested in, and then they come back and. You know, they you, can't you don't really have the opportunity to to right. kind of pursue the passion that you have with it. Exactly. Yeah. So for me, this was a really a really great opportunity for me to start my my career in science. Excellent, excellent. And and that that's one of the things. So you know, for all of the the younger listeners out there, you know, there are opportunities on island that you you just have to go get that education, and you have to be productive and want to do it pretty much is is how because it is here you just have to come back and see where you fit in to make a pursuing a career in the field of say molecular biology absolutely yeah. yes yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and so and and I'm, I'm thinking wow you know i i did love science and you guys make it a lot cooler now, a lot, a lot more understandable. <laughs> and and this is just and once again, folks, we're just really scraping the the surface of it because it's so much that you can do with this. Um, yeah. You know, j- just t- tell me a, a little bit about the purpose with the lab and and how it can help benefit, you know, the people here in the Cayman Islands. Yeah, it's an excellent question because that's really the whole the whole reason why we even put in all this effort to create it in the first place, mm-hmm. right? is because the benefit can have to people. So with respect to PCR now, um, PCR is a technique that was developed in the 70s and it won the Nobel Prize in the 90s. And the reason why it's such an instrumental technique for, for um, diagnostics in general is because it's, it's very high throughput, um, mm-hmm. it's extremely sensitive, it's a very accurate technique, um, and anything that's living you could potentially design a test for. Okay. Right, anything that you can get to its genetic material, because um, you're designing PCR allows you to 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 kind of design a test that's extremely specific to particular markers in the genome of the organism that you're looking to detect. Okay, and you can you only need to have a few copies of that DNA or RNA present in your sample mm-hmm. to be able to detect it. Okay, and because of the nature of the components of PCR and and um, other kinds of consumables, it's something that lends itself to high throughput and therefore low cost per sample. Okay, so it's a it's an excellent technique for for starting to to look to to test for other things. So, for example, some of the testing streams we're bringing online, and in fact, Khadija has been instrumental in this, which is the detection of influenza and mm-hmm. the different forms of influenza, influenza A and B, right, are things that kind of a lot of people know about, right? Right. Um, and they're always in circulation. You know, there's a there's a new flu shot every year. Uh-huh. A lot of people take it and they say, oh, well, you know, it doesn't really help me or I still got the flu, that type of thing. That's mm-hmm. because influenza mutates very quickly. Oh, okay. So by the time people get it in their arm, the mutations have... Have changed. Uh, yeah, yeah they, they've acquired more mutations and it's a different thing. So, okay. So, um, the, but the detection of influenza, right, is, is, a big, is a big deal because it allows you to be able to understand what variant, what strains are going around, and that information can help scientists build a better vaccine. So, literally, flu season at, at its highest level, this can be instrumental in lowering the cases and, and detecting it early 
yeah. and say, hey, guys, you know what? You should start this type of treatment. You should start this type of medication early because it's going to be detected in your system at such and such point. Right. And that's just one, you know, virus. That's yeah. Just one yeah. Thing, right. So- <laughs> and and the, oh, gosh, don't get me. I, I had to help my daughter with uh, her homework and it was like name viruses. And I was <laughs> like, oh, my gosh, let me tell you. In in the last ten years, there's been bird flu. There's been Egyptian Nile, but and, and and I because you work in radio, you hear all of these things, mm-hmm. and and I'm like, I was in New York, and they had like West West Nile virus, yeah. and I was here, and I'm like, oh my gosh, that it, but you know. You kind of like the superheroes, guys. You, you, you got, oh, yeah, no, yeah. No, I'm, no. I'm torn. I'm just, <laughs> you know, as 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 they say, not all superheroes wear capes. Some wear lab coats. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I remember seeing that, and I was like, yeah, that's that's kind of accurate in this time frame. Yeah, you know, very very true. And, and and this is to benefit the the people of this island. So so. If you're listening right now, you know, this is a new initiative by the HSA, which, as you know, I say HSA, but it's the Health Services Authority, uh, opening up this lab. And let me get the acronym for it, C-I-M-B-L, Cayman Islands Molecular Biology Lab, correct? Yeah, symbol. Symbol. Nice. And and this is to basically the advanced treatment and um, basically the patient outcome to help you deter and also detect this stuff quite early. Yes. So, you know, I focus a little bit on pathogen detection and PCR, right? Mm -hmm. But the real big benefit um, that we see is the utility of genome sequencing, right? Because we all, I think, know somebody that has had cancer, right? Uh Or, you know, that person could be a close relative or, you know, it's it's a close friend, but it's something that the, was one of the biggest causes of death worldwide. Right. And um, it's a very, very difficult thing to deal with. And one of the best treatments for cancer is, is prevention. Right. Right. And early prevention. Yeah, yeah, right? Because you're able to detect early, then you can get intervention early that can then prevent the spread of cancer. And, you know, you can live long, happy, healthy, productive lives. And so in many parts of the world and, um, you know, places that have this capability, it's really routine for people who, let's say, they have a an aunt or a, or a sister or a daughter mm-hmm. who has breast cancer or, or a type of hereditary cancer in some cases, you know, um, that if they get screening and they know that, then they can take medical intervention that could potentially save their life. And, and, and as you said, that's what it's all about. The detection, it's a game changer in the healthcare industry. And it's, you know, I, I don't know, but I'm assuming that what we're talking about is the norm in the world. The, right. 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 <laughs> you know, so, so it, it's good that we have that here mm-hmm. without having, as you said, to outsource it and wait several weeks, you know, depending on a backload. It could, it could be, you know, months. eight months, you know, to get information that is readily available within our own system here. Mm-hmm. And it's also about the cost as well, right? Mm-hmm. Because if you're doing this by sending it overseas, you know, it will all depend on um, having to, the, the, you'll all depend on the pricing of those those private interests, those commercial companies, mm-hmm. right? Whereas if it's something within the HSA as a hospital that is really for the people of the Cayman Islands, um, you know, you can ensure that you get a most reasonable price um, for the patient. A good example of how we've already done that is the PCR test, how, the cost of it. Right, right. It's it's very low. It's seventy five dollars a test, and you go elsewhere in the world, you can pay more for a lateral flow. Don't 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 tell me. I I <laughs> I've, I've had the opportunity to travel, and I I will t- I won't tell you where it is because you'd be like, really? It was a PCR test, and it was three hundred U S dollars, <laughs> and I'm like. I'm in the U.S. How can this even be? This yeah. is logically not even. It, it, and I was like three hundred dollars, and and mm-hmm. it, it blew my mind. But then it put in perspective certain things because when I, I was here, I was like seventy five dollars, and <laughs> I got then I was like seventy five dollars sounds about right. Yeah, <laughs> sounds quite good at this point in time. But but you know, as I said, the 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 point is that it makes it local for us exactly 
it, it makes it homegrown. It makes it a lot easier for us to 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 get to do because you know the the world is a lot smaller now, and, and we need to keep up with the times, and we need to be self sufficient, mm-hmm. uh, as as I see it, you know. And and speaking of keeping up with time, can what are some of the current and possible future? Um, capabilities of the lab and you know I'm just you know I'm kind of jumping the gun but now that we're talking about traveling and talking about overseas and things like that where do you see the lab going um well the 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 amazing thing about molecular biology molecular diagnostics you know and and Khadija being in that field and and the other members of the team will know, know this as well is that it is really the foundation of healthcare. A lot of tests are moving to molecular diagnostics, right, where they weren't before, mm-hmm. because it's more sensitive, more accurate, more versatile, and you can also um, expand it very readily, right? Okay. And especially when it comes to genome sequencing, which is most definitely going to be the foundation of healthcare in the future. Once the cost comes down a bit more, and more people get the instruments and the expertise to be able to to produce that work routinely, mm-hmm. it's going to be just commonplace, right? I mean, some places in the world, like St. Jude's Children's Hospital, it mm-hmm. is already commonplace to get genome sequencing done on admission. Right. Right? For for example, in, in their case, um, it's about something called pharmacogenomics, which is essentially you look at the genes in your genome, in your DNA, that are involved in the breaking down and using of drugs that you would take, medicines that you would take, right? And why is that important? That's important because those genes make proteins that metabolize anything that you you drink or eat, right? So if you take an Advil or aspirin or something, those proteins are what breaks it down and then makes it available in your blood system to do its thing. And now the light just went on. Right, right. So if you now have mutations in those proteins, they're going to be a little bit more efficient at breaking down that Advil or a little Mm -hmm. bit less efficient. Everybody is going to be different with respect to that, right? In your your genome, they're a little bit different than in mine and so on. I'll be like, I'm allergic to orange juice and grapefruit juice, so that wouldn't work for, you know, so if that helps break it down faster, I wouldn't, I don't have those acids. Right. And, but even closer to home, coffee, right? Uh. We all know you could drink a cup of coffee and not feel a thing. Right. Some people drink half a cup and they're wired for half a day. Right. Right. True. That's all down to those proteins that metabolize the caffeine. From that, that, that is this office in here. I, I guarantee <laughs> you, we, we and, and you, you, you put it in a way that makes it understandable because, as you say, something as simple as coffee, that's why we have decaf and that's why exactly. we have regular because mm-hmm. it, it affects people differently. Yeah. Yeah, precisely. And so it's those differences that are so important for healthcare intervention. So Mm -hmm. if you're giving a drug to somebody, especially one that can cause potential, you know, serious adverse effects, depending on what what it is that, you know, you're 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 being treated for. Then by doing these tests, you can say, well, you know what, the standard recommended dose is this. But for this patient, it's half because they're, they have mutations in their genome. That means that they're going to metabolize this in a particular way, that they're only going to get the benefit if we give them half the recommended dose. And, and see, in the in the old days, I remember they used to ask, so how much do you weigh? How tall are you? <laughs> be, be, because the medicine is going to take longer to get in your system. You know, mm-hmm. the, the, yeah. I remember those kinds of conversations. And and now this is taking it another step lower and getting down to a very more, uh, I, I guess, a tissue and molecular base mm-hmm. idea of, hey, there's going to be some effect to whatever you're taking. Right. And so, yeah, I mean, this is the kind of thing. This is why, you know, for example, with Khadija's background, it's so important because she did undergraduate degree in biochemistry, right? I, so, I was just about to come to that. Yeah, yeah. And so all of these these molecular life sciences, they interlink with one another. Mm-hmm. And so you you see that come about when you're actually, you have a team of people and they all have different backgrounds. But yeah, you may not have molecular biology written on your certificate, but you understand it because you know about biochemistry. You right. know about pharmace- pharmacology, right? You know about biophysics or whatever. And all of these things are interrelated. And, and so let me, let me just jump and ask Ms. Khadija. So the the chemistry part of it 
that's kind of your forte outside of, <laughs> of all of that. How, how did you get into chemistry? Well, biochemistry, the chemistry is as it relates to the biology in your mm-hmm. body. Um, but I got into that really because I, I knew I wanted to have a career in science, but I wasn't sure exactly what I wanted to do yet. Mm-hmm. And biochemistry is really great because it gives you a really great foundation, like Jonathan was just saying, for understanding a lot of the basic fundamental elements of the biological sciences. So mm-hmm. I really wanted my undergrad to be something that was general enough that I could figure right get a little bit of everything and then figure out what it was I wanted to really do from there nice Mm -hmm. and and see and I think that's one of the key to it when you start building that base foundation it opens up the door to to just about wherever you want to go within that field right excellent Folks, uh, we're going to take a quick break here. We'll be back in just a bit. You're listening to Healthcare Today with HSA. I'm your host, Chuck Taylor. We're talking about the um, biology lab, the molecular biology lab that HSA has just opened up. It's called Symbol. Uh, We're going to be checking in and talking a little bit about that. We'll be back in just a moment. You can now book and pay online for your certified lateral flow test at www.hsa.ky forward slash appointment. It's fast, easy, and convenient. Certified LFTs are $25 per test per person. HSA's testing center is located at 131 Center, McClendon Drive, behind Foster's Airport. Walk-ins for certified LFTs are also available. Need a PCR test for travel? These are now only $75. Visit hsa.ky forward slash appointment for more information. Keeping you up to date with information you can use. Use. Mobile 89.1 FM. Now back to Healthcare Today with HSA and our host, Chuck Taylor. And we're back, Healthcare Today with HSA. I'm your host, Chuck Taylor. Uh, We're talking about the new molecular biology lab that HSA is open. Uh, And I know we're in, folks, we're in like that high-tech area where every cell phone is a computer and, you know, (laughs) you're always locked into stuff online, you know. Tell me how you guys are approaching this, Ms. Khadija. Tell me a little bit about that. Well, if you ever get a chance to take a tour of our lab, I think you'll see some really special high-tech equipment that we're really fortunate to have uh, that a lot of other labs um, across across the world and certainly across the region don't have. Mm -hmm. Um, So that allows us to do a lot of different things and a lot of different services that we plan on onlining um, in the future. And um, that's something that is a part of our regular schedule in in addition to our regular routine COVID testing and genome sequencing for SARS-CoV-2. We're also working really hard on onlining some really special services. Okay. I don't want to put, I don't want to let the cat out of the bag because knowing me, I'm always quick to jump the gun and be like, what services are you guys going <laughs> to offer? But I, I can tell that, you know, with us being that um, kind of technological community, uh, a lot of people kind of want to know information online. They, they may be looking for information. How, how can they get in contact with you guys for that stuff? Right. That's an excellent question. Um, I mean, that's something that we're we're working on, you know, mm-hmm. developing uh, a website to be able to to have ease of access to the the different services that we'll be providing. Um, okay, it's you know these things have to all be done in parallel with one another, right? Right, and it's a lot to juggle, and we're still doing COVID testing and and meeting that that demand. The the da- the, the daily work, yeah. and this is future work, right? This is this is. Well, it's it's present and future work, uh-huh. yeah. yeah, in in parallel, as Khadija is saying, to our our daily our daily testing, right? So, so we we you know we have a, um, a system that essentially runs about fourteen fifteen hours every day. Okay. Um, just to 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 meet the the demands of the the current workload that we have. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course for implementing other things as well. Um, so it's a very dedicated team of people um, uh, and I'm fortunate enough to to have them working with me and and as Khadija is saying some of the things that we're we're looking to do I mean PCR testing is a bit of the bread and butter um, mm-hmm. at the moment you know everybody is is very qualified in that and so in that's one of the easiest 
types of things to implement. Right. Um, and so we're focusing on things like dengue, Zika, chikungunya detection, um, influenza typing. Mm-hmm. Um, and there, we're working on a, a special project right now, which I'm not going to speak about okay. for public health. Uh-huh. Um, and, you know, in the, in the not too long future, we'll be looking at other bacteria, you know, salmonella. Um, and we'll be looking at uh, MRSA and and all sorts of different things. And then, of course, moving forward to genome sequencing to look at infections in patients um, and see, are these infections resistant to certain drugs? Okay. You know, do they have genes present in their genome that make them um, resistant to the treatment for, you know, so certain types of treatment, antibiotic treatment? It comes down to basically... Um analyzing the DNA and finding out how much better to make your body by looking at the diseases that are around you, basically. Right. And if you if your system is compromised or if you're battling an infection, right, it, it's very valuable to be able to see what exactly is the nature of that infection, you know, what's going on with it. Is this something that is... Um, susceptible to you know penicillin treatment or do you need to use something like azithromycin or you know something even stronger still right and that that time frame where you get that information mm-hmm. that can save lives because bacteria replicate very quickly right and they they can shut down um systems very quickly and they they can cause a lot of of uh, morbidity and mortality and so a few hours is good enough to save someone's life. I think we all know people who have been in a hospital, you know, fighting pneumonia, mm-hmm. right? And knowing exactly the, the um, what is it that's causing that pneumonia. So how do we treat that pneumonia? In some, is it viral or is it bacterial pneumonia? The, the time frame is, it gets very critical. It gets very critical, right? And having an answer to that, say, no, this is actually what's causing that person's pneumonia. Okay, good. This is the drug we're going to use to treat it. That's, that's a big deal. So, so those and, and I, I think the, the the shorter the time is, the shorter of cost, the shorter of of pain for the family, the inconvenience of you know, and then I I, I think of sending samples away. I, I always you know think, wow, you know, w- with our island, if we get cut off, what happens? If we have a hurricane, if, if something happens, you know, because. Because I mean, I know we're getting closer and closer to hurricane season. I, I don't don't not panicking everybody, but I think just because of radio work, yeah. uh, you know, what's the backup? What what's what's the plan? Where do how do we do this? And then I think, oh wow, what if I get sick? What if I have the f- you know something goes wrong? At least I know that this is here on island and right basically in our backyard to help figure out what's going on on underlying diseases and underlying patient services. Yeah, absolutely. And and that's local capability is what it's all about, right? We we look around to our neighbors and on and unfortunately they've been in a lot worse circumstance than us with respect to the pandemic, right? Mm-hmm. In terms of genome sequencing, we're one of the few countries in the Caribbean region that are able to do this locally. Everyone has to send their samples into a queue at CARFA in Trinidad and wait weeks to get results. Wow. Whereas we do it in days, you know, and we consistently do that. Um, and so that, and and on top of that, you know, we've been, that we've had uh, outreach from other countries to to help them with mm-hmm. genome sequencing as well, um, because they, they cannot wait that length of time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's understandable, right? You're trying, you see a huge wave, a spike in your country of infection, and you want to know what's causing this. Yeah, we know they're COVID positive, but what? what what's what's the COVID? basis for it? Yeah, you know, is this something, is this a wave of Delta where we're going to see um, in a couple of weeks the hospitals fill up with people sick and potentially dying? Or is this Omicron where it's not going to be as lethal and then we can maybe take other measures to, to combat it and we don't have to worry too much about our hospitals being overloaded. So those kinds of epidemiological decisions are something that, is informed by our ability to do things locally, right, in real time. And I think that is very, very much a tool for public health. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, I mean, you you, you want to know what is almost, um, what's the next step? Where is this coming from? What it, it gives me more information to plan my next step if I was 
not to say I'm running the country, but if if I was in public health, this would be a definite daily tool. I would call you guys often and be like, hey, <laughs> you know, what, what's the, you know, but but I, I know kind of laughing about it, but it is a, a heavy weight you guys are carrying over there. Yeah, yeah. I say that with, with, with the humility of understanding that, you know, you guys have expanded your services. Mm-hmm. You know, you're taking on more now. And, and this is a good thing because that opens up so much doors to people who are in the hospital for other things. Right. I know we're, we're, we're slowly shifting gear from, you know, 100% COVID talk now to still 60, 70%, but it's still there. And mm-hmm. there are other things that you guys are dealing with at the same time. Yeah, and we're, well, we're humbled by the, the opportunity to be able to, to serve in this way, um, I think that that's what makes the team so dedicated is because we understand the impact it has because it's our community, you mm-hmm. know, um, and we take it extremely seriously and uh, we we work very long hours to ensure that, you know, we're able to meet demands. Um, I think that there is this sort of black box understanding of the whole process and that's 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 perfectly natural right for people who are not in the field you know you get your swab of your nose mm-hmm. and you cry a little bit and then it goes off into the sunset and you kind of anxiously wait for the results results right, right. <laughs> yeah it'll come back you know carrier pigeon it'll be, <laughs> you know it, yeah. it'll automatically appear but you guys are kind of behind the scenes making these things happen yeah there's a lot there's a lot of steps that go through the process to to ensure that you know what you get in your inbox is um, the the best quality answer that can be provided, um, and we all take that responsibility very seriously. And so that, that I'm I'm humbled to be around people that that work so hard. Speaking of that, so let's say I'm a young teen or I'm a young about to go off to college, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking this sounds like something I would be interested in. What is the correct sequence to try to get to where you guys are today? You know, I, I know you guys, it, it wasn't a, a short path, but just a little bit so that anyone listening can have an idea. Say, hey, if I want to pursue a career in molecular biology, this is kind of what I might look forward to doing. Or, you know, here are some ideas or some courses or things that I might be looking into. Yeah. Well, I mean, the the first thing I'd advise is that you, you know, contact us. Come to HSA or go to the HSA website, hsa.ky, and apply for an internship at Mm. Symbol, you know, and get your foot in the door and meet the team, see how we work on a day-to-day basis, see all the different things we're doing. And I'm always available as a resource to, to interns and young people that want to, to try and pave their way. I mean, the way that I did it, and we always, we start an undergraduate degree in, in some molecular life science, and then we figure out, oh, you know, this particular field is actually what's interesting to me. So Khadija went and did regenerative medicine, right? I, but my background is genetics. So mm-hmm. that, that's what I focused on um, after my undergraduate degree. And that's my main interest. Mm-hmm. But, you know, others on the team, they do pharmacology and or biophysics and protein engineering or, or you know, on um, pure microbiology. And so you can go so many different places, as you were saying earlier, as mm-hmm. long as you kind of have that foundation. It's a springboard to go anywhere. But, I mean, having exposure and talking to us and, and um, we have an open door policy, you know, especially for intern um, experience you know we're really really happy to have interns we had quite a few last summer mm-hmm. and um, it was extremely busy but you know we 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 have a, a bigger space and we have you know um, better capability to 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 guide people and young people if they if they're interested sounds wonderful I, I think this is a great first step for them just uh, listening in and the ability to do this in the Cayman Islands is such a plus. You, you, I'll tell you folks, nowhere in the world are they going to be opening their doors to give you training when you are not a college student and you are not, you know, already in the the realm of that. And you guys are helping these uh, young minds kind of build and say, okay, you know what? I think I like to do this. You guys are doing this and it's saving people's life. It's it's putting this to a, a understandable level for for our local children right here in the CI. It's very incredible. 
Yeah, no, we appreciate that. And and I think something that's that's uh, maybe was a bit of a mystery is actually a lot of Caymanians, a lot of local people are very qualified in these disciplines. And it's mm -hmm. just that they are elsewhere because mm -hmm. that's where the jobs have been before. You know, I know a lot of people with extremely technical backgrounds, but they're just working in London or New York or, right. you know, Florida or what have you, because that's where the opportunities are uh, until now, really. Um, and so that that is a, it's a great thing because a lot of Caymanians have already gone that mm -hmm. route, you know, and they're already interested in, and I'm sure just like Khadija, they're, they're motivated, right, We um to, to help out. We have uh, some more young Caymanians in the, in the lab that with masters in molecular pathology and biophysics and protein engineering and, and highly technical skill sets, you know, uh -huh. they're able to deploy that knowledge um, for public health in their own country, so. Folks, we're going to take a quick moment here. We'll be back in just a minute. Uh, you're listening to Healthcare Today with HSA. I'm your host, Chuck Taylor, and we're talking about Molecular Biology Lab, the grand opening. I say opening, but it's been open for quite some time, but now it's kind of being expanded. Mm -hmm. That's right. Keeping you up to date with information you can use. Use. Mobile 89.1 FM. You can now book and pay online for your certified lateral flow test at www.hsa.ky forward slash appointment. It's fast, easy, and convenient. Certified LFTs are $25 per test per person. HSA's testing center is located at 131 Center, McClendon Drive, behind Foster's Airport. Walk-ins for certified LFTs are also available. Need a PCR test for travel? These are now only $75. Visit hsa.ky forward slash appointment for more information. The Cayman Islands Health Services Authority's General Practice and Public Health Clinics have relocated to Smith Road Medical Center. At the new location, you'll receive top quality care in a comfortable modern space enhancing your patient experience. Do you have flu-like symptoms or other non-emergent illnesses or injury? HSA's new urgent care walk-in clinic is now open at the main hospital campus. The new general practice location is for appointments only. For more information, call 949-8600 or visit hsa.com. KY. The Health Services Authority's new pharmacy is now open at the Smith Road Medical Center. The new location features a large, comfortable waiting area and ticketing system to improve the patient experience. All uncollected prescriptions and refill requests previously submitted will now be available for collection at the Smith Road Pharmacy. Request your refills online at hsa.ky via WhatsApp 925-6532 or call 244-2715. For more information about our pharmacy hours, visit hsa.ky. You're listening to Healthcare Today with HSA, the Cayman Islands Authority on All Things Health. We're talking healthcare today with HSA. I'm Chuck Taylor, and I have um, two of the world's most incredible biologists. <laughs> 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 introduce yourself. Uh, you, you know I love you guys. Introduce yourselves. Well, my name is Jonathan Snelly, and I'm a molecular biologist at HSA in the Cayman Islands Molecular Biology Lab, symbol. I'm here joined by... I'm Khadija Baden. I also work at the HSA in the Cayman Islands Molecular Lab. So the lab is, I'm assuming just by how you're telling me, one of the most highly tech places in this island. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. give me some idea about the equipment that you guys use on a daily basis. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, excellent. Thank you for that. Um, so we, we use a lot of um, highly specialized instruments, actually, to get to get these jobs done and to get them done in a high throughput way in a very consistent manner that allows us to keep our finger on the pulse of, of you know, quality with respect to the results. And so um, we work and have been working closely with a company um, called Promega, mm -hmm. which is based in Wisconsin, and they've been a big, big um, help all over the world in the biotech industry in supplying COVID testing reagents. And they've just been an amazing help for the country, actually, because we deal directly with them. They've been able to send us stuff on the fly when we're, you know, no one else in the Caribbean has been able to get certain things, reagents for testing, and we can get them because we deal directly with them. And actually, they're down here right now installing um, a really special instrument. So Khadija will tell us a bit about that because she's just started training. 
Yeah, so uh, the instrument arrived earlier this week, and it's called the Max Prep. And it's basically a, uh, a robot, essentially, that can take us through the entire wet lab process um, that leads up to us putting the plate of samples on the machine, mm-hmm. on the PCR machine for amplification. Um, and we have been receiving training from two very special ladies from Promega, who have installed the instrument and are taking us through the process of using it. And this instrument is going to help us to take some of the workload off the staff so that the staff can um, focus on uh, doing other things mm-hmm. um, and also free up a little bit of time. Because right now we just you know, took over um, another, uh, another process for efficiency and workflow, you compartmentalize the, the parts of COVID testing, right? So you would have a facility that does the inactivation, meaning making the virus not able to infect you. You, mm-hmm. you know, you'd clean those swabs, you decontaminate them, you'd inactivate them, sort them and batch them. And then they'd come to us for purification and amplification and genome sequencing. And so what Khadija's talking about is, we now do all of that in-house. It's no longer our partner facility but it's, it's all us. And so right. that's a very physical demanding job. It's very long. Um, yeah. So this instrument um, automates that process and that allows us to, to spend more of our, our day really mm-hmm. working on the other exciting tests that we'll be doing, right? So yeah, it's, it's a robot called a liquid handler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, what's so special about it in the sense that, you know, in terms of Promega, and then coming down, what were they able to tell us recently? <laughs> well, actually, this um, this instrument only a only a few labs around the world actually have this instrument. Um, I think it's less than twelve, mm-hmm. right? Well, in the Caribbean, in the um, Caribbean, in the Caribbean, we're the only ones with the instrument. Okay. Yeah. And so on the first, yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but there are very few labs around the world that are able to 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 use these these automated liquid handles. They're very specialized instruments. Mm-hmm. Um, and essentially, what they do, right, is they're uh, a one-stop solution for all of the manual pipetting and liquid movement that you'd see people doing in a lab. You know, you watch the news, you see somebody at a hood. Mm-hmm. You know, pipetting liquid from one tube to another, right, and, and exactly. so on and so forth, and is a robot that does all of these processes. Okay, so so you you're basically el- helping eliminate the chance of contamination. Oh, not just that, but also making everything more efficient, right? Because okay. as we know, robots do things better than people, right? Right, faster, much faster, um, and more accurately, right? And that, of course, will play a part in 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 all the other quality aspects. But the really big deal is that because they, it, it's able to do something that's very physically mm-hmm. hard to right. do. You know, you, you're processing hundreds of samples in full PPE, you know, in a biological safety cabinet for three, four hours at a time. Yeah, yeah that's exhausting work, right? And um, a, a robot like this is doing all of that for you in an hour. Wow. Yeah. And it it short, shortens the work and, and also make makes it more accurate, as you say. Yeah. You know, the, the samples, I'm sure, are, are great. But this way, it you know, because you get tired. I, I've been in a PPE and I'm like, no, no. You know, I respect anybody who can be in that for hours on end. It's rough. It is rough. It's rough. Yeah. And then it has a big impact on on the, the working day. You know, at the end of a shift in the in, in the lab, people are are near their end. Their <laughs> Un- so. Understandable. Yeah. Understandable. Speaking of getting near the end, we are just getting closer and approaching our. Um, I, I hate to say, you know, parting is sweet, sorry, but we're getting closer to that time when we're going to be shifting over. Uh, anything you guys want to wrap up with and let the let the people know anything else about the lab well i would say that um with respect to you know having an open door policy and wanting to get to know more about us um we are working on the website and and all of that kind of information i know it's a very new thing Mm -hmm. to the cayman islands but I'd say one of the best ways to kind of get in contact with us is to go through through HSA's regular channels, the uh-huh. website, and get in contact with someone and just tell them that, you know, they want to um, talk to, to somebody at Symbol. 
But in terms of internship opportunities, we we really do have a, an open door to 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 show people what it's mm -hmm. like, you know. And even if you're you're helping us with something minor, at least you're able to get that exposure to see right what it is the, that, the work ethics, the the understanding of what it, what it takes to to work in this environment. Yeah, it's it's something. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and and so I mean, for example, going back to work after this, so um, <laughs> that you know, but it, it's it's something that everybody is very dedicated to and it's clear yes. that this is a passion for for the for you you, you sound like you have a very good team around you and supporting and i think that's the thing that i, I keep seeing and hearing with the hsa you know it, it's a great great idea coming together and the people make it happen you guys are the forefront you are the are the fruition of this idea and i mean I love the fact that we have a lab on island that can handle things of this nature. It just sounds like in the future, if anything happens, at least we're more prepared for it. Yeah, absolutely. That's really what it's about, right? And that's kind of the the reason why we got the funding, right? Is the readiness aspect of things, um, because it prepares us for any future events. Because mm -hmm. we we develop the expertise and the capability of of meeting those potential challenges, whatever they may be, you know, right. something else comes up, you know, we can design um, our our uh, workflow around implementing a new a new testing service for, for mm -hmm. a particular thing um, that we want to look for if, if we have an outbreak of something that, you know, we weren't testing for previously. Sounds uh, good. Sounds <laughs> good. Miss Khadija? Uh, yeah, I guess just to follow along from what Jonathan was saying, uh, if you would like to get in touch with us, especially young people out there who are interested in, in pursuing a career in this field, we really are passionate about bringing on um, young local talent um, into the lab. Um, and the internship program that HSA offers is a really great and unique opportunity for young people to be able to get that exposure and that experience, have a feel for it, see if it's something that they're really interested in studying to see the cohort of interns this summer. Sounds great, sounds great. Thank you so much for stopping by here today, telling us about this new service that's offered uh, right here on Island. And you know, keep up the good work and thank you for keeping us safe. <laughs> oh no, it's our, it's our pleasure. Thank yeah. you for having us on. So. Thank you. All right, folks, so enjoy yourself. We're about to get on out of here. Make sure you tune in. We will uh, rebroadcast this. This is Healthcare Today with HSA. I'm your host, Chuck Taylor. <laughs>